Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. And I'll get to all my normal opening stuff. Oh, God. I'm glad you interrupted me, Dad, because I actually have to talk to you about something. I didn't interrupt you. Well, you were coughing. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I, but I, I, have... I decided today I wasn't going to interrupt because I feel like I've been doing it a little bit more than normal. You know, not intentionally, of course. Well, you got better before you got worse again. Okay, go ahead. I, I have some absolutely major news to deliver to you. Would you like it now? Would you like it later? Would you like No, to I'd say first? Twins got rid of Sano. No, no. Twins got yeah, rid would, of Kepler? That would, that, would that would mean one of the other teams in the major leagues would want him. No, that, they don't have to. They can just get rid of him. All right, yeah, no, let's, do, let's get the new... They're get rid of him, though. They've actually spent money this year, and oh. now there's, they're not going to spend money to get rid of him. They're afraid that he's going to turn into Big Poppy. They're such, I, that's fine. He's they're dead, so dead. pathetic. He, this, they're pathetic. The t- well, yeah, get there in a second. Can I tell... We have something... We have bigger news Yeah, do it. I'm, I'm, I just didn't know if you wanted to talk to Sam first. I don't know how often you guys talk. Who? Sam, are you there? I'm just waiting patiently for this big news. I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, I know. What the heck? I don't know if Drew's so, like a British citizen now. I'm confused. He's got no, a I, bit I, of an I, accent. It's nice over there. They're, uh, they say they're rude. I, th- I found them to be incredibly nice, actually. Because well, uh, you, you live people. in New York. Yeah, well, the bar is low. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Good people. Food is... You know, fine. I think you'd like it, Dad. I mean, I've been you can't there. eat it anymore, but hypothetically, it's it's your kind of food. Yeah, I've always been a big fish and chips dude. No, but they have like a lot of like you know meat based yeah. dishes as well. It's more what yeah. I meant. I figured you'd skip the fish and chips, but yeah. Did you see Big Ben? Uh, I did see Big Ben. I did not get stuck in the roundabout. Oh, like, dang. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did see Big Ben. Did not see the queen. She was resting or maybe dead. Um, is she, what, is, what is she, 146 yet right something now? Something like that. Apparently, this was not my big news, but apparently when, I'm not even going to say if because it could happen, when the queen does pass away, it's like the whole city shuts down. It's like a national holiday. We were kind of half hoping it would happen when we were well, there. But it hasn't happened so, in 140 years. So. Yeah, well, I mean, no offense to the queen, but like we were kind of hoping it would happen while we were there. Oh, I agree. To see what it would be like. I think I've stated this before on on this program uh, or this podcast that Sam and I do without you. Um, I don't give a I, I I'm not gonna swear. I don't give a crap about the royal family. Should we care more about the royal family? I I just I can't think. I think I, we care the proper amount. Okay, I just cannot. I just I will, don't care. Like, I will say we we went to Kensington, which is where. The son that they haven't kicked out of the royal family lives. Right. And they have a little museum area. Um, and the guy, one of the guys went into this, like, he started a wax poetic about the royal family over the last hundreds of years. And these, like, similarities between some queen or princess 200-something years ago and Diana and now. And I was like, I've lost interest and lost yeah, track. No, I'm going to move on yeah. to the next room. I just, it's I, too much for me. I just listened to Elton John's songs to get my information on. He did come up, uh, not shockingly, he did come up in this story the guy was telling. <laughs> I'm that sure I they did. Candle uh, blowing in the wind. Yeah, that I cannot for the life of me um, recall. Um, Winston Churchill made his way into the story somehow. I didn't really follow what? the whole thing. It, it, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. How's um, Winnie doing? What? How's Winnie doing? I, resting, probably. Okay. A few feet below the ground. Um, what? What? He's dead? Winston Churchill? Oh, my God. I didn't even yeah. know. I'm sorry to sorry to break that news to you. Um, no, good place. Did not attend a soccer or, as they would call it, a football match. I have things to say about that, too, but I, I am going to break my news. All right. Because I, feel like I, to. I don't know how long we can wait. I mean, It's going to be good for 99.9% of the world. And it's going to be bad for 0.1%, and you are that 0.1%. Are you ready for it? Trump's back? No. Okay. Dickie V? Oh, I know. I knew you were going to do this. Dickie V is cancer-free. Yeah, he was ringing the bell like a complete maniac. Hello? You have nothing else to say? I said he was ringing the bell like a complete maniac. The cancer-free bell. Did you see that video? I did. 
I did, yeah. I, okay, th- he doesn't look good. <laughs> I know, I know he's fine, allegedly. Was it just me, or he does not look well? Well, he is like 85 and has battled cancer three times, so. <laughs> I know, he's... <laughs> I don't know. How I, guess, good I mean, I play. guess there, I guess there is that, but yeah, he. Uh, well, we've been on his journey, hearing how bad everything's been, uh, and it, well, congrats to Dickie V on. Uh, I wonder if he'll still do actually, the videos. Are you actually happy for him though? I feel. Well, like I never you- wished him will. I never wished him bad. I just the, his videos were just ridiculous. I mean. No, I know, but. You're not I mean, gonna lots make of people at least a little bit. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, because we can't talk of and ridicule them. But I mean, so I have a follow-up question to you both, unless yeah. either of you had more to add at this juncture. I, no, I did see that. I I had a feeling you're gonna bring that up. That's funny. I had to. Um, do you think? I know the answer to do you want is no, but do you think ESPN puts him back on the air? They have to. Yeah, they have to. I mean, the people watch the games just for, oh, DJ Hank the Tank just walked into my studio. Oh. That was sorry for the little distraction, but uh, um, no, I think they have to for ratings sake. What's Hank the Tank up to? I don't know. He just walked in my in the middle of our show. I think he, he must have thought that we would we have a show in two hours, so he must have thought it was I know. That's fine. He can jump on. How's the... Um... How's Milwaukee Mike doing? I haven't heard from him uh, since he visited a month, probably a month ago. So uh, did he drink very much? It's a little worrying, actually. Uh, he got he went up to the he went up to the city and and got lost. So, but they found him. They found him. So I think <laughs> that, that's that is I I've, I've never met him, but that is absolutely not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should okay. answer your question, but uh, yeah. From the brief. Uh, uh, interaction we did have with Milwaukee Mike and uh, and uh, said uh, um, Marquette days. Marquette day. Anyways, yeah, so I, yeah, I but, think that I think they have to, and they they will. Yeah. yeah so I, do you think they put him on TV for? Do you think they have him do commentary, like in-game commentary? Or do you think they do what they what? I don't think he could do, do with Corso, where they like quarantine him in his well, backyard with. First of all, Lee Corso is about another year away from the rubber jacket. I mean, that guy is—he doesn't talk about that. I mean, him and not knowing if you're not knowing if you're foot or horseback. I I don't think Dickie V could go through a whole game. Game, right? I don't think so. I mean, I I can't imagine. Maybe though. They're. I feel like they'll try. He's back at some. He's back in some fashion. There's no doubt. But now no, that I, I assumed in some fashion, I'm more now that uh, put him out there for a 40 minute basketball game. But now that Shashevsky's gone, I mean, and I think Bayheim's going to be gone. I, I all of his guys are gone. I don't think he can relate to the new coaches. <laughs> it does feel like the amount of guys he has to talk about are. Yeah, uh, I mean, who's he going to by the day? Uh, John Thompson's gone. Calipari, uh, I guess he's still around. Hubert Davis, just by way of his oh career, could probably get away with talking. Do you think about. he even knows who Ben Johnson is? No, Ben no. John. No one. No one knows who Ben Johnson. I don't even know who Ben Johnson is. Oh, I just uh, just an update too. The Gopher women's have lost the entire team now, except for three girls. Well, I think well, we said this. And country. they gave her an extension. The men's do have the 38th best recruiting class in the country, ninth in the Big Ten. How is that possible? That didn't sound that bad until you said ninth in the Big Ten. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 38th doesn't sound as bad as it, it is, but... Yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. 38th didn't sound that bad until you said 9th in the Big Ten. Yeah, um, I don't really... Anyways, I just I wanted to get the Dickie V news out of the way early. I, oh, that's I, I big news. To... Yeah, what? No, it's massive news. How about the fact... I, how about the fact that uh, Ryan Hartman has like ten million dollars now in the bank because of everyone was paying his, everyone hates he's donating it. I know. And did you see who gave two hundred dollars? Evander Kane's ex-wife. Yeah, his ex-wife gave two hundred dollars to the fund. So here's here's the That's newest awesome. update of the whole thing too. Yeah, I've been gone. I was at baseball and then our team. Well, so he's do- he's donating it. He's leaving it open until tomorrow at yep, I seven or something. Um. 
so that's great. That's grand. Ryan, first off, I don't, I'm surprised there aren't NHL players donating to the cause. I'm not sure Vander Kane's very well liked. And and the funniest part of this story is I turned the game on for literally three minutes and that's, I saw it live. And I, I liked the juxtaposition of, their stories was like Keynes was like they needed five guys it's embarrassing yeah. blah 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 and Ryan oh, Hartman wow. was like no Ryan Hartman was like no, one guy came to defend you dude right that uh, is pretty funny um yeah, what's the update well it's not directly related to Ryan Hartman but uh another uh another Minnesota sports icon's not the right word um I don't know, member, whatever you want to call it, was recently fined. I'm not sure if you saw that news. Oh, Pat Beverly? Patrick Beverly. Yeah. He, uh, he's, he's, shared his, he's shared his Venmo, but it's not actually his Venmo. It's at fines for Beverly. <laughs> and he was fined. What, what, it was 30000 What did he do? He told the Clippers to take their... So that's uh, what he got fined for? They're sorry, took his own... Yeah, all excessive, the stuff that excessive go, all use of oh excessive use of profanity. Thirty k. Oh my god! I mean, come on. Of all the stuff. <laughs> well, that's the same thing with hockey. So hockey players are, I think, Drew made a tweet this. They're allowed to beat each other up. Yeah. No, slash each other with sticks. Can't and, but they can't flip each other off. Basketball players uh, get fined for or don't get fined for some other side. Not soft sport, but not as bad. Not as bad as hockey, but. Well, um, What's amazing is you almost never do see them flip each other off. That is, is they are well, very well. The tweet, the tweet I read was, I'll find it quickly. It wasn't that long ago. Russo tweeted, "This bypasses, like it just skips the Department of Player Safety." Which, like, first off, of course it does. There's no one at in harm's way when someone gets the finger. Right. But this bypasses Department of Player Safety and goes straight to NHL hockey operations. We're giving the guy a finger. You can literally beat a man legally yep. Yep. on the ice. Yep. You are firing rubber pucks at each other's faces no. for 60 minutes. You give a guy a finger, it's an automatic fine, no questions asked. That is just hilarious to me. And by the way, uh, it's like $4,500. I mean, are you kidding me? It's not like that, too. That was the crazy. Yeah, the Pat yeah. 30K fine. We should fund him for that. That's pretty heavy. 30K seems like, a, a, yeah. I mean... It, We'll get to the actual games eventually, but it does feel a little in poor taste that Pep was very emotional because the Clippers wouldn't pay him. I'm and gonna still find 30k, but I'm gonna shock you guys. Okay, I I don't want to. We got to get to no, the whole game. So okay, wanna... so this is a teaser. My take on that whole Timberwolves thing is gonna absolutely shock you guys. Well, should we should we get the show started on yeah. that on that note? I mean, I'm telling you, you will be going to be shocked with when when what you hear what I have to say, considering my disdain for the Timberwolves. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that's that's an incredible teaser as we open up our Thursday night show, and it's I don't even know if it's hockey night in America. They're kind of saying it is. Aren't but it's the, hockey night in America? Aren't the Wild on like ESPN or something? They are, as we speak. I can't. You can't keep track of ESPN against the Dallas South Plus. Star. There's people. Oh, I have thoughts about that too. Uh, but we'll we'll chat about that in a second. Okay. We are oh, Everson's pissed because we got a penalty. I feel like he's just perpetually mad. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in to Apples to Apples tonight. It's a Thursday night. Uh, we are recording this. I'm not going to edit this today. So thank you for listening on Friday or anytime after. Uh, but with that in mind, here's how you find us, or here's how you tell people to find us. You're going to send them to Anchor.fm/apples-to-apples. From there, you'll have links to all your favorite streaming services. You have Apple Podcasts, you have Spotify, you have Google Podcasts, and you have so many more. You can also just go to any of those and search us up. Apples, then the number two. Apples, there's spaces in between those. Once you're there, make sure you favorite, you like, you subscribe, you do whatever you do, you follow. So every week, whenever we decide to record a show, we are there on your device, your device of your choosing, ready to listen. You can also catch us on the PodMN app, PodMN as in Minnesota app. That is a mobile-only application, but it's there on Apple phones. I don't know why I said it that way. iPhones and Android phones, where I was going with that. Uh, which, Dad, you just got a new one on. Congratulations. So make sure you follow and subscribe on your new phone. That's I the don't. pod and app. That's us and tons of other Minnesota-based content. And last, but certainly not least, we are a proud, proud member of the WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio family coming to you live 
every Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Central. That's 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific for Sam and all his friends, including Hank the Tank, who he will be on later tonight with live on Santa Clara WSCU. Did I get that right? KSCU 103.3 FM or tune it in radio. Search KSCU on the app. I was pretty good that I at least knew it was, I mean, SCU is the obvious part, but um, we're on 94.1 FM in the Twin Cities area. We are also streaming live on WFNU.org, and you can also now download us on the not-so-new but still incredibly amazing and improved WFNU app. But we are nothing to them. They, it's, we're, you know, they just like doing us a favor. Uh, following us on Saturday mornings is the main course, which is Connor's Corner. Dad, what's going on in Connor's Corner? Uh, back live in the studio, everyone together. Uh, just a fun show. Connor, Connor was tired. Slept. He kind of slept during the show a few times, but woke him up. Uh, so I highly recommend staying tuned uh, when this uh, show's over to listen. So I got Connor's it. Corner. Yeah, that's really all I got. Nothing. Oh, yeah. Nothing major. That's us. Oh. That's the show. That's how you listen. Uh, we got about 40 minutes left with all of you. We, I think, have to start with the play-in and the Timberwolves' victory in the play-in. And as optimistic of a Minnesota sports, especially as optimistic, if there's such a thing, of a Timberwolves fan as I am, I was pretty confident after that you know, opening. Stands you do going to lose. I, you're not the only – you guys know someone very, very well who's almost as big a fan as you, Drew, and I was shocked to hear this. Is it Will? No, that would be beyond shocking. Well, you said you were shocked. Uh, Coach Brian Myers. He follows I don't the, know that because he likes my tweets. Yeah, yeah. He monster Timberwolves fan, which – an NBA fan, which just shocked me. Yeah, that that the general fandom shocks me, but I knew he liked the Timberwolves because he's often liking my tweets. Yeah, he told me that he like he reads every one of your tweets and likes them. So he probably should stop doing that for his own sanity. I, I told him that made no yeah. sense to me, but I'm not going to judge. Um, although I did judge. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I was shocked to hear that. So he's as big a fan as you. I uh, just full disclosure slept through the entire game, never even turned it on once. Uh, much to my you have at the beginning on or were you just already assuming they were going to lose i didn't even turn it on for a second well to be totally honest and fair i didn't even remember they were on and then you guys started texting and then i tuned out but uh whenever you're ready for my take on what went on i'm more than well, yeah i guess I, let's we'll, we'll we'll break down the game after but i think let's just let's not bury the lead here and fast forward to the end and somehow they won they somehow they won. We'll maybe try to talk about how in a second. But I, I, for whatever reason, of course, I feel like this happens with Minnesota sports a lot. And Sam, you were complaining about this the other night. Whenever a team in Minnesota accomplishes something, it feels like it's never really about that. It always ends up being about something else. So now the story for the last two days has all been about the celebration that some people think was a bit overdone. Um, Dad, I guess I'll let you lead off. All right. So I will be the first one to go to the airport and send the team off to Seattle when they become the Seattle uh, Seawolves next year or the year after, whenever that's happening. I could care less about them. I could care less if the NBA folded. However, I found absolutely nothing wrong with their celebration. I know. Shocking, right? Zero. Nothing wrong. First of all, act like you've been there. Well, they haven't ever been there, so they don't know that. (laughs) So, nope, not going to act like you've been there because they haven't. So they celebrated. Someone uh, uh, last night, uh, uh, the Pelicans, they celebrated. I mean, what's uh, baseball? If they win the division, they celebrate four times before the World Series. Big yeah, baseball deal. was the example I was going to give. So yeah, yeah 100%. I mean, I'm 100% with you in general, but that's specifically. I'm, Big I'm deal. So they were excited. And, the, and then the lunatic, that was personal. He said yep. what he said to the bench. They yep. they basically told him to take a hike. He said that he would go to uh, he'd take this team to the playoffs. And so what? I mean, he's crazy. Whatever. I mean, yep. 
And surprisingly, I saw J.J. Reddick defended him on some sort of podcast. I actually listened to he it. Has a very, his podcast is actually very good. Yeah. I was going to say that J.J. Reddick is now my favorite NBA personality. No. And he hasn't, not just because of that, the entire season, he's actually been making solid points and defending, or not defending, like going at Stephen A. Smith for his crazy takes. And he's kind of just been pretty genuine, which I appreciate. Yeah, his, his podcast is, is strong. Um, and he defended him. He said, "Big deal." You you want to know who are the you know want to know the only guys? Well, not the only, but you want to well, know one group of guys that absolutely had nothing negative to say about it. The Clippers. Yeah, they didn't care. Back, they asked Paul George about Beverly, and he was like, "He did that for us, and we loved it." Like that's him. Yeah. I mean, among the rest of the guys, but can continue that. No, they'd rather have it now. The the the, the this, I saw all this the next day. By the way. The TNT guys, this is maybe the most fascinating study of this entire thing. So basically, they completely ripped the Timberwolves. They played one shiny moment. Specifically. Yeah, they they played one shiny moment. Shaq was crying. And by the end of the whole thing, they picked the Timberwolves to beat Memphis. And they. Chuck Chuck says Memphis, literally says Memphis. Goes on some like seven to ten minute rant where by the end Shaq is like, dude, wrap it up. And he's like, I'll go with the Timberwolves. I was like, what am I watching? I know. It was the most bizarre thing. No, those guys were horrible. And like, it it was pretty like mean, first of all. They were ripped. I've never seen a group of like, like sports analysis start ripping into a coach and ripping into a player the way they they did against Finchie and Cat at halftime. It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it it's one thing to do it when it's a random Tuesday night game in January in the middle of the season doesn't mean anything. When you start to enter, and by the way, Dad, I think we they they kind of answered our playoff question last week. They were refer they weren't referring to this really as the playoffs. No, so I they think didn't. They and they actually specifically said at one point, anything that occurred in those games would not have counted as playoff stats. So by the numbers, not the playoffs. But anyways, um. It's one thing when those guys do it in a random Tuesday night in January and the game means nothing, whatever. Like, when you start to enter the playoff atmosphere, you'd like a, a layer of professionalism and seriousness as a, a fan. But I, maybe that's just maybe that's just me. And I, and I like them throughout the season. And when you don't care about the teams that they're doing it for, it is pretty fun. Um, but there was one thing that they kept saying about Finch that I just fundamentally disagree with them on. And that was how they kept being – they were so angry – so mad, literally to the point where they called him dumb. And he, this is a coach, listen, and he's not Phil Jackson, but the team won literally twice as many games as they did last season. So he's, he's got something right over there. They would not stop calling him dumb. They're talking about how it saved his job, blah, blah, blah. Because well, meanwhile, he was it's Shaq and Charles Barkley calling him dumb. But go yeah. ahead. Yes, yes, sorry. This is about Shaq and, and Chuck. That uh, he left guys in in foul trouble. Right. It's essentially the playoffs. What do you want him to do? Go roll out Jordan McLaughlin, Jalen Noel, and whatever other three schmucks he feels like because Russell and Cat are in foul trouble. Like sometimes you gotta let your like trust your guys to go play in a game where you win one game or that's it. It doesn't matter. Like I don't know what they thought they should have done. The only reason that they had a chance was because he kind of, well, I mean, let's leave Cat's garbage game aside, was leaving those guys in to play a little bit. I don't yeah. know what he wanted them to do, or they wanted him to do. Excuse me. Well, this is the thing too. This is why, I, though. Okay, the refing before the game, we saw the stat Foster and what Malloy uh, give the Clippers second and third most free throws in the game in their ref games, and we're like 29th and 27th, whatever. We and the refs showed they were horrible. Their Clippers are in the bonus with four minutes left in the first two quarters. Refs awful. Cat, our best player, awful. And we were still up two at half. And so when we were up two at half after all that was going on, I was like, wow, we actually have a chance to win because our best player is playing horrible. If we can get anything from him, we're going to win. And if the refs, they're going to be horrible anyway. So, but we were still up two with all that going on. I think we can win. And like Drew said, that's got to be a little bit of credit to Finchie and like what he was doing. His best player was awful and couldn't play, but, and he still, we were still up two at half. So, I mean, you got to give a little credit to the coach there. No, I don't think – I've said this all along. I don't think he is their best player. I still think Russell is, but 
I think Head is their best player, but I do think it, it, we've said it before. We'll say it again. At the end of the day, when you need a basket at that point in the game, like it's going to be Russell and it has to be Ant because Towns, as good as he is all over the court, he can't really create his own shot, especially not at the perimeter. Um, that's just not really his thing. Like, and that's okay. He's seven feet tall. Um, that's why you have to have these complimentary guys. Mm-hmm. But no, there's no doubt. I listen. They have almost that's no really complimentary. That's underselling them. But you know what I mean. They have almost no chance against Memphis. But what I will say is this: for the first time ever, Memphis actually has pressure on themselves. They're predict, I mean, except for the idiots on TNT, they're predicted to kill us. Yep. So they've got yeah. pre- it's different. It's well, not like some Memphis up and coming team. Memphis is a team too that was playing their best basketball without Jean Morant. Right. And he's just been recently back in the team. And you put Pat Bev on him, and if Pat Bev plays good, clean basketball where he's not following every possession in the first quarter on Jean Morant, Jean Morant, how you say it, they could be. It could be a, a series, and we match up better against right. them. This is the team we wanted to play. We said it all year. Yep. This is the team we wanted to well, play, and, it, and we got them. And I think you're right. Like it's if there's such a thing as a quality matchup when you're an, when you're an underdog, like this is it. They don't shoot the three very well. That's one of our biggest weaknesses. They're not overly big. Cats played incredibly well against them all year. We know that rebounding is an issue doesn't really hurt us against Memphis. Like it is all things considered a pretty good matchup. We've split the games with them two, two this year. Now to be fair, we've won two at home. They won two at home and they get more games at home. So, you know, if you go like, that's important, but we've relatively held Morant in check. He was hurt one or I think one or two games where we played against them, but Russell's gone off against them all year. Well, what are they 18 and two without him? Morant. Yeah. Something crazy. Something crazy. Yeah, but he's only averaged 20 against us in the four games. Russell's averaged 31. I mean, yep. it's uh, it's not like I, – I, here's what I would say. Seven games against Phoenix, seven games against Golden State, I wouldn't even give us a chance. I think we have a chance to at least make it a, a respectable – I mean, make it a series. You play Phoenix, you play Golden State. I mean, assuming Golden State has Curry back and everything – you're going to get a rerun of the the one other time we've been in the playoffs the last 20 years, a nice little gentleman's sweep. But I, I think they have a chance to make this a really, really good series. Uh, um, the Target Center website crashed because of everyone trying to get tickets. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, say they still may move to Seattle, but oh, yeah, you they're can't gone. say that this isn't a, a state and a city just clamoring for for quality. Well, and that's the thing too about Fiala, the celebration. Fiala just scored a shorthanded goal. He they they need to just get rid of everybody they possibly can to keep him. Sorry for the distraction. Back to the Wolves. No, I was just saying that's the thing too about the celebration is there was a Twins game which I think ten people went to that night. There was a oh, Wild game. Remind which me to still, talk about the Twins, which game is still an almost packed stadium, packed arena. And then there was the Wolves at Target Center, and that was the most packed I've ever seen Target Center in since I can remember, I think probably ever in my lifetime. And the fact, like, why could, why shouldn't we celebrate? So, I mean, that's yeah, I don't, in no sense, but. We forgot another celebration. Glue lady. Oh, my God. What was her plan? That turned the whole thing around. What, what was her plan? Okay, I'm going to glue myself to the floor, and then I'm going to be glued to the floor. I mean, I, I, I mean, only in Minnesota, obviously. What I mean, okay, it's from like, no, I know, but only when it's totally different, it's just because of Taylor. I mean, of all of all the protests to glue yourself to a floor, by the way, listen, I don't mean to be, I let me then, then you can go. Uh, I mean, she was she was protesting like animal cruelty, right? That's where I was gonna go. I was like, what is glue made out of? Yeah, horses, horses. Maybe it's maybe it was organic glue. I don't yeah, know. Stay hot, lady. What an idiot. I uh, I that's what I was gonna say. Not to belittle animal cruelty or whatever, but like you're gonna fly or travel or whatever to an NBA playoff game to protest an owner who has already sold the team because he had to kill sick chickens. 
yeah, maybe he didn't do it in a super humane way, but like they were sick. What do you want him to do? Like, I, I, like, I'm sorry. I, I just. Yeah. I'm not, and meanwhile, her, her skin is now on the guy. floor of Target Center. So. Yeah, the handprint's still there. It's the um, most bizarre. It's crazy. All right. Yeah, yeah I, I don't understand how you can look at that celebration and look at the last 20 years of the Timberwolves franchise. Look at all the other circumstances around it. Because here's the thing: you're also just you're also celebrating. You're not just celebrating getting into the playoffs, and I think that's how everybody looked at it. You're celebrating essentially 20 years of ineptitude, possibly starting to be put behind you. You're celebrating winning a game that you had no business winning with your all-star, put I won't say best player, but with your all-star playing probably the worst game of his career and not even being in the game right. for any part of it. You had the refs against you. Your one true veteran leader feels slighted by the other team. You were carried by two guys, one of which has been nothing but a pariah for a trade that people are to this day, still saying we lost. And I don't know how you look at that game and say, <laughs> yep, you know what? The Wolves lost that trade. You could give right. us the first-round pick that became Wiseman. You could give us Wiggins. You could give us both. We do not win that game without D'Angelo Russell. It's as simple as that. No, exactly. And I just don't know how you watch that and say, yeah, that was unwarranted. Well, and the, and the thing is, too, we, we alluded to it earlier, but it said – Game 163 in baseball. They're throw, they're champagne showering the locker room. Like, I know. They're going yeah. off. They're, they're putting the hats on, the t-shirts on. they got to play like 10 regular season games. I hate defending the Timberwolves. But yeah. I they just, one, I mean, it was not that big of a deal. One final comment on the game, unless you guys have anything else, then we can move on to Dad's favorite Minnesota team, the Twins or the Wild oh, or something. But Tyron Lue should be fired after that game because the fact that he couldn't, they couldn't pull out that game. Paul George could not miss from three, and there he was allowing Reggie Jackson to go one-on-one against Beverly when he Beverly had all the momentum in the world. And the fact that he allowed the temp, that 10-point lead to be blown was absolutely ridiculous and showed how bad of a coach he is. Yeah, I, uh, I have two other small things. Um, apparently only the Wild commit penalties. They've called three on the Wild in a period and a half and none on Dallas. That's shocking to me. But... Um, I have two things along those lines. One being, I don't even know what this penalty is for. Um, one being exactly what, kind of what you were just saying, Sam, coaching and whatnot. The other shtick that Shaq and Chuck had, and they had this the only other game we ever had on national TV, is that too many guys on the Wolves have the green light and were a dumb team because of it. And Finch is a bad coach because of it. Did he watch the last five minutes of that game? The Clippers threw up everything. Didn't right. matter who it was. Reggie Jackson, Batum, Norman Powell, although Norman Powell is quite good. Just throwing shots up. No big deal. And that's why they lost. Two, the only, and I, I tweeted about this, but I know most of our listeners don't follow me on Twitter, which is better for their mental health. But it's, um, I don't think I've seen like, better basketball is the wrong way to put it. I don't think I've ever been happier or more joyful watching a, a series of possessions by the Timberwolves more than it was technically four straight offensive possessions because there's a mixed uh, a missed Malik Beasley three in here but I'm going to ignore that for dramatic purposes there was three straight possessions when we were we took and then extended the lead that was when D'Lo came down and hit that just walk up transition step in three then they t- took a timeout, I believe. Then there was the play where the whole Clippers defense fell asleep and Ant had the, the dunk. And then the Ant stepped back three that sent Paul George in six feet under that he hit in his face. Those are three, four if you count them, missed Beasley three, but I'm not going to count that. Three straight offensive scores by them. And it's about as exceptional of basketball as I've ever seen a Timberwolves team played. Because even when we had Garnett, even when we had, you know, half-decent teams that just never made the playoffs with good players, like, to have two guys that can just get up the floor and with no one else really touching the ball or doing anything, get you baskets to gain and extend a lead in a must-win game, we've never, never in the the history of the Minnesota Timberwolves had that. And I'm not saying they're going to win anything. They're probably going to lose to the Grizzlies. But you can't look at this team that has – Everybody under the age of 26, except for 
um, Patrick Beverly, everybody of note under 26 except for Patrick Beverly, and not say that, like, there might be something going on here that they can grow into. They're never going to be, you know, the Suns probably. They're never going to be the Warriors, but, like, there's something legit here. And I, I think this is at least hopefully the start of that. No, I mean, they're entertaining. I, I, it's just uh, with so many super teams and everything that it's just hard. It's just hard to compete. Yeah. And I'm not, um, and I'm not saying that it's going to be this year or, but like you have to look at this group and be like, if, if they keep getting better, Ant is 20, McDaniels is 21, Russell and Towns are whatever, 24, 25. Even Beasley, I mean, with all his faults, is only 24 or whatever. Like, they have – they got some guys. Jalen Noel is only 22, Sam's how about, guy. Before we move on, how about LeBron James pretending like he had nothing to do with the reason this team was horrible? He picked the team. <laughs> but now all of a sudden he's going to stay out of it. He's such I, yuck. Like well, LeBron, like, and, LeBron like, and Kuzma were tweeting about the Timberwolves. Like, you guys yeah. are on your tuchuses at home. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyways, I I I have to be honest. I actually told our our Philly correspondent I was not super optimistic we would win, and then we'd probably win the eight seed, but then get swept by more or less swept by Phoenix. But well, uh, the Philly correspondent I can James Harden when he was in Houston or when he was in Oklahoma and Houston and even Brooklyn had a free pass. If James Harden sucks in Philly. Oh, my God. Will that be awesome? To be fair to our Philly correspondent, I do believe he would agree with you. So yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. That's not a cut down. Both that's of them. Like, I mean, we have two of them. I think they'd yeah, both agree. No, that, that's not cutting down Philly. That's just saying James Harden's. No, I, but I don't. I guess I'm more mean. I don't and think James like, Harden. And the thing about James Harden, and then we'll move on, because he, he doesn't care. He could care less. He's got to, He's going to make $300 million, win or lose. He could care less. I really believe that he he doesn't give a crap. But anyways, um, so the twins, just a public service announcement for anyone. You're going to go to a twins game and I have no idea why you would go. But if you're going to go, don't sit in the third row behind home plate. Because everyone under the sun will send you a picture of yourself <laughs> on TV. I must have got a thousand of them. You did look kind of tan though on on HD. Yeah, I know, you look good. You look uh, I know. I that's because the three hours the sun's been out for baseball, I was in it. Well, and you were in Florida four different times. And well, the dude, Caribbean. That, that was seven weeks ago, and it hasn't been over forty since since I've been home. It's ridiculous here. But yeah, that was uh, literally to be on every single pitch. A little uncomfortable because. Uh, my nose has been running for seven weeks between allergies and being cold, and I was doing everything I could to keep it like together and not like look like I'm picking it at the same time. It was, and luckily for the very first, the first person that sent me a picture of myself was one batter into the game, so I knew right from the get go I was on TV. So, Dad, I'm going to challenge you to do something here. Yeah, I want you to say one nice thing about the Minnesota Twins and their two and four start to the season. Just one nice thing. I was stunned how great the grass looked. It was so green. It was insane. No, no, no. I want I'm up the team. Oh, I, I will say one nice thing. Yeah, I, I got an easy one. But I, it's going to come with a but. No, no, no. I want one legitimate, oh. no strings attached, and then you can give me all your butts you want. I well, wanted, I'm going to challenge you. I mean, you as of right now, Buxton is phenomenal, but we know what's going to happen. Wasn't really the point of the exercise, but I'll take it, I guess. Okay. Well, I mean, usually we start winning games before Buxton gets hurt, so I think we're safe for now. I. It's (laughs) a good uh, point. Yeah, we'll we'll get to like six or seven games above five hundred, and then he'll get hurt. As as a as a very mediocre Viking coach once said, they are who we thought they were. So no, sucks. Kepler sucks. No catcher, no coach, no pitching. I don't think the catchers have been that bad. They're not. You that forgot bad. no no third base coach. More importantly, no third base coach. That what? Oh my god. So can I just say one one thing? So as you know, in the seats we sat and everything's free, including the the alcohol. 
next to the person that I live with here was a young man and his girlfriend or his wife. I have zero. Then this is going to sound. No, I, I. How do I say this nicely? You're not going to be able to just. So just say. I don't know where this guy got the ticket, so let me just throw it out there like that. And as your third base coach, Sam, ran by one time. Now there's only 20 of us at the game, anyways. I love you, Tommy Watkins. That's what he says to Tommy. That's Watkins. probably where he got the tickets. Tommy Watkins turns around and looks at him like, "A, how do you know who I am? Uh, two, I can't believe someone's cheering for me. And I think I'm on C. I can't believe the guy loves me." And then he proceeded to do it to just about every player to a point where everyone in the crowd was snickering. But I love you, Tommy Watkins. It was you couldn't even have made it up. I literally I was watching the game with oh. I don't know how I got two people to sit down and watch the game with me. Actually, one was a Mariners fan, and I I was that like. Somehow our third base coach came up before, like in the first inning. I was like, we have the, we've always had issues with third base. Yeah, coach. it's his first year there. And uh, and I was like, oh, we got a new no, one I this year. Like maybe that. he'll be good. And what I think that was the third inning where he sent them home. And I was like, you can't even make this up. No, he was guy. the first base coach last year. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But I, I uh, yeah, I don't get it. They're sending he did. I don't think he even has any clue who's running when they're sending guys home. It's one, it's one thing to, like, you know, just miss, you know, incorrectly is the word I'll use, maybe. Send mis- guys home, miscal- ball miscal- the outfield, whatever. We like it's to the, say miscalculate. Yeah, that's a great word for it. It's not even those that really bugs me, if I'm being honest. It's the, like, so contact no. plays. Oh, like, yeah, that too. I don't get it either. It's, it's just, those kinds of things. Because those are, those are, like... Why would, Those are not split like when you're sending Sano mistakenly, miscalculating. That's a split second decision that I can, you know what? Fine, tough decision to make in the moment. You have like plenty of time to decide. Why would you ever put a contact? To your point, why would you ever put a contact play on at third base? The With, ball's hit in what, front of you. Kirloff, you don't go. I think it was Kirloff. Was I don't even remember who was running. Maybe it was not a fast guy. And Correa was on deck, or Polanco, whoever it was. It's but ridiculous. Those ones bug me way, way It more. works. You know that how often it works? I thought about it. Do you know how often that works? Never. never. It is never in the history of baseball, the contact play. I mean, if unless it's hit to the outfield. But, I mean, when the not ball the is... leagues has it ever worked, that's for sure. No, not when it's hit back to the pitcher, the third baseman. They're out every time. It's the dumbest. I don't even understand it. It doesn't even give time for the runners on base to move over. It's stupid. I agree. I don't, I don't. This is a little. This is just a tiny bit of an exaggeration, but I would be more happy if the Twins released Miguel Sano than oh. if the Timberwolves won the NBA championship. No, I. I they, they, he, is he is so pathetic. It's what's he at? Over twenty-one with ten strikeouts. This is getting ridiculous. But guess uh, what? Nine. But yeah. I, we've been saying it. It's nothing new. This is yeah. who he is. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. I mean, this isn't new. Kepler's so, awful. Sam, I'm going to extend the same challenge to you. Say one I nice did say something nice. I, you did. I, I took it. And Korea's a mod. In person, Korea's huge. Oh, he's he, huge. He looks skinny. I, he did look skinny. I will say, though, if he doesn't turn it up a little bit, he, he may be a Minnesota twin next year. Okay, I'm going to say one more positive. Not that he played poorly. But he no had, one's gonna pay him what we're gonna pay. What we've uh, he's, committed he's to paying gone, him doesn't matter. He's gone by the All Star break. But I'm gonna tell you one thing. Yeah, they may trade him actually. They're gonna 100% trade him because he's they'll be in last place. He's not gonna sign here. But he had the greatest throw in the history of baseball in that no, game. No, he's an incredible defender. There's that no first inning, and when you, when you're that close and you see it when he gunned, I don't know if you guys remember he gunned the guy down at home. Yeah. It the was re- the right. guy was literally when he threw it. The guy was like two feet from home. It was it was the most amazing throw. And Sanchez, like Gary Sanchez too. I somehow, some way, he, well, he blocked the plate, which I didn't think you were allowed to he's, do. But he's actually been okay. Jokes aside, he's he's yeah, actually he's been. Not, okay. Yeah, but he's yeah he's not the greatest hitter either. But yeah, he's all right. No, but I mean, I don't. But he's like. All right, let let's say I'm talking. Let's let's let me let's say I'm be positive. I, I'm gonna say one quick thing about right, Gary. Go ahead. Gary Sanchez is what we thought Sano would be. And that's okay, because we're paying him a lot less, and that and he doesn't have to play every day. 
And that's so okay. we can't. We, the problem is we can't have Sanoa and Sanchez I in the lineup. I understand that that is inherently a problem. Oh God, Sam, he's so bad. For reference, Sam, say something nice, please. About Miguel Sano? No, well, unless that's what you about choose to understand about the Twins. Oh, um, oh, I, I, I had one ready for Miguel Sano. He, uh, he made the greatest play at first base when he could ever play to open up the the season. Not aware. No, the ball bounced off the base and landed in his belly, and he like somehow ran and got him out at first. I don't oh. know how it happened. But mm-hmm. uh, something nice about the Twins, oh. uh, two out of the three veteran pitchers they acquired had good outings. I, You know what? That's funny you say that because I was actually going to say my thing was going to be just about everybody that they signed pitcher-wise has actually been pretty good. The Not guys that, that suck. I mean, I think it's awesome what they did, but that girl they put in the other night did not do very well. Oh, the Rodriguez <laughs> guy? Rodriguez guy? That's he, Pudge they Rodriguez. They that's, had him. That's he was Pudge. like a guy. They brought him up for one of the guys whose name starts with J-H. Yeah, that's it's Pudge him. Rodriguez's uh, daughter. Yeah. No, but all jokes aside, Archer, great game. Bundy, great game. Sonny Gray, pretty good game. Um, Joe Smith, that reliever they signed, pitching pretty well. Um, the reliever they got from San Diego pitched pretty well. The starter was okay. Like, all of those guys have been pretty good. The guys who have sucked are the guys they've had for three years and yeah. haven't gotten. Uh, oh, yeah, because we're going to keep throwing Duffy Steve out Bar, there. Because that could, that Victor Jacks, this Rodriguez guy. I don't even know they got him. Yeah, he she she gave up three bombs back to back to back. Three five pitches, three yeah. monster home runs. So I, that's well, I, it, I agree with you, Sam. I was gonna say that the the pitchers they went out and acquired have actually been pretty good, well, and we were Cody, very negative on a lot of them. So yeah, Cody Bellinger uh, was hitless until our series, and now he hit like five hits and three home runs. Oh, they're just it's just such a sad state. They and and Rocco just sits there like an idiot. Well, he is an idiot. That, also, oh. first and second. Zero outs. I know. Down two. Why not bunt with Buxton? He's the fastest guy on the field. I know. I know. And we end up losing that game by one run. If he bunts him, we have that run. No, it doesn't makes know absolutely how. no sense. Doesn't with know Correa how. Correa behind him. Absolutely does not know how. He also sacked Correa. Like, why do we? Why pay this guy ninety million dollars if you're going to sit him? Such a bad coach. I mean, I uh, yuck. Anyways, I uh, so I did and go to a guy that throws a hundred and two. That's pretty cool. One of the J, oh yeah, yo, we have two Johans and a Yai. Well, that one guy's gone now. So even when Rocco like somehow, so he pinched Johan. it. I think it's like I think it's like Johan. Like I don't yeah. think it's Johan. I'm the thing about to... Rocco too is even if he somehow like makes a good move where he pinch hit Arias for Ursula and Arias ended up getting a hit, Arias turned around and made three airs at third base. So that canceled yeah. that one out. It's like yeah. he. No, he's so he's so bad. It's ridiculous. it sounds crazy to say because he's like four foot seven. Luis Arise's best position is designated hitter. He is a brutal, yeah. fielder. just a brutal fielder. Like just he's awful. Well, he's like the entire division got better. We got worse. We're exactly where we are. Well, uh, to be fair, we got better. We were just really, really bad. Last well, yeah, year. I mean, we no, but we still kept some of the bad players. So no, I, we didn't get that much better. No, so we'll. We'll lose Correa, and they'll be so desperate to get rid of him, they'll get nothing back, of course. Uh, what was us? Um, I mean, I don't, I mean, this, this, uh, sadly, we got nine more months to talk about these guys. They're pathetic. The grass is super green, though. Did I mention that? Yeah, I just, I don't really, I have a hard time, I have a hard time caring about baseball in April. Yeah, well. Oh. What's the MLB doing allowing the Dodgers to play in Minnesota in April? Why aren't we playing in L.A.? It makes no sense. Why are we playing any games at home in April? Did I tell you I knew the people? No one wants to go to the games. It's freezing cold. Yeah, it, well, actually, that was it wasn't too cold that well, day. Well, at least and against we, Seattle, it's like, all right, Seattle might be raining too and cold. Seattle they have LA. a dome. Seattle has a dome. Oh, that is right. But, yeah. So, <laughs> none of it makes sense. No. No, it's just, uh, oh, well, they are who we thought they were, Denny Green. 
Shout out to Dennis, the late Dennis Green. I, I they're pathetic, and but that's what we thought they were going to be. So, no big whoop. Is that all the sports in town? Do we have any? Oh, Wild. I mean, Wild are entertaining. I just can they beat St. Louis? No. Can they beat Colorado? No. They couldn't even get that Gopher dude Myers. God, that couldn't even get him. Yeah, that doesn't really much that much. Same with Colorado. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to compete with that. Um, So the Wild are entertaining. I mean, that's a plus. They actually have a better chance of beating Colorado than they do St. Louis, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. Colorado. It's thin to none on both of those. Well, they took St. Louis to overtime, and they probably actually should have won. But We're up to two goals twice, I believe. Isn't that true? No. Yeah. That is true, I I think. That might be right. No, I don't think we were up two goals twice. Oh, we're not? I thought we might have been. Maybe we just were up had, two goals once. We might have just had the lead twice or something. I think it went three to one, and then we lost four to three. But maybe we were up two nothing. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't recall. It's, it's irrelevant at this point. But yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, anything else? I mean, we did the national championship occur since we last spoke? It did, right? I when feels like it was like last week. My national championship was Duke losing, so I, I really didn't care. I think that's pretty much everybody's. How Bill Self in Kansas is allowed to? The guy was actually found by the NCAA to be a cheater, and like on, and he's in there coaching. So I, I, I'm confused as to what are violations and not, but. Congratulations to Kansas. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. What do you think Dickie B thinks about it? Oh, he loves Bill Self because he's an old-timer. I mean, all of his old-timers are going. I'd say Coach I, Coach K is absolutely not going to retire just like Tom Brady. He's got a plan like Tom Brady did to own the Dolphins and play for him at the same time. I think... Coach K will be coaching next year or in two years somewhere. Probably yeah. back to Duke, I'm guessing. That's my opinion. That's entirely possible. We technically have two minutes of airtime left. Oh. Hmm. Well, I feel like I mean, this is a very, we, did, we had a very efficient show. Yeah, this was pretty good. I, I mean, we have a soccer team that the coach is terrible, too. I've stopped paying attention to them. I, I I can't. I can't. Oh, that's actually what I wanted to talk about. Eng, English football slash soccer, trying to get tickets. It's like impossible to get this. You have to join a club. You have to pay to join a club just to even have the chance to buy tickets to that club's games. That seems a bit much. For the like high-level teams. Now, if you want to go see some third-level game with a bunch of, I don't even know what kind of people that would draw, yeah, you can do that. You want to go see one of the big clubs, you have to pay anywhere from $20 to $50 to join this club. Then hope there's tickets that you want. There's no resale market. It's like this whole thing. Although I will say they do love it. The, the, it's not so they fake. don't scalp tickets is what you're saying? It didn't seem that way, no. I couldn't like find anywhere trustworthy to buy them online. It was a whole thing. I mentioned wanting to go to like multiple people. Nobody was like, yeah, just get him here or there, whatever. It was like, it's impossible. It's impossible. Sam, you're, I mean, Sam, you have contacts with the, uh, with your soccer people. Is this, is this true? Well, uh, one of my good friends was, who is from London was actually in London while Drew was there. But, uh, so I could have asked him for Drew, but I, I guess I didn't know. Um, the, like, the Tottenham, sort of, Hotspur is, Tottenham Hotspur is playing uh, Champion League football, currently number four, and uh, we're looking good. The Savannah Bananas thing, not to completely change the subject, did you see the guy in stilts pitching? I'm it's, so confused that they're actually real baseball. I don't understand what How about this the is? guy that walked up to the play with a bat on fire? On fire. I don't understand. Is, it, is the team they play like the Washington Generals? I can't figure it out. This guy on stilts just, I mean, the guy, how does he, he's, he's like 40 feet in the air. 
It's yeah, the that's strangest still thing. Still that yeah, no, they would. I don't I understand this. I really don't understand. Uh, did you see the the guy that went to the plate with the caddy? Yeah. No, I mean, I, and the team they play doesn't wear sleeves. I, I I cannot figure it out. Why do they have umpires too? By the way, I don't know. I cannot for the life. of I mean, me what are these umpires thinking? I, I can't. I don't even. I can't figure out if it's a I real. I can't team figure now. out what they're doing either. I I really cannot figure out what the heck this is. I mean, I want part of it though. I highly recommend people looking. It's the most bizarre. I mean, I would go to a game in a second, but. They're on a world tour right now. They are? They're going to be in Kansas City on May 6th and 7th because they have been challenged by the Kansas City Monarchs, but it's sold out. I'm telling you, when I was there, it was like fully sold out. It's insane. Can't get a ticket. They're being challenged. So, I mean, what does the guy bring his stilts with? I'm I'm sure. And all the other crazy stuff. The guy had a caddy. I mean, they the most bizarre. So they thing. must be, they must be a real team normally, and then they must do this like handful of games where they do all this wacky stuff. You think so? Yeah, because then like if you go to schedule, they have like a real schedule. They have like all these world tour games, and then. I think they call a banana ball. They do, but then, and then, but if you go and like go into May of their schedule, it specifies that now it's like a something. It's a CPL, which must be the league they play in, like nine inning game. Oh, I'm pretty sure the banana ball games, like the Harlem Globetrotter games, and then yes. the other ones are the normal ones. Yes, exactly. I think, and like on their schedule, there's home, away, and then home banana ball. Like they must just like. Do, they must just like you know scatter them throughout and get agreement from the other teams and so I think they are hypothetically a real team, but they also do this banana. Oh, they have a they have a banana ball set of games in August against the party animals. The par- where are the party animals from? I don't know. Well, let me click on the game. It just says bananas versus party animals banana ball game. Well, I think the whole season's like freaking sold out. Pretty much, yeah. Well, the normal games aren't sold out. It says on the website. Right. The normal, oh, oh. like actual minor league games. Well, are not if sold. you're gonna go to a banana game, why would you go to a normal one? Because people probably don't know. It's impossible to figure out what's going on. That's probably true. Yeah. No, it is true. I probably have some... people like every other game. They have people upset with them because they thought they're going to the. Banana ball, and they sat there at a real game. Yeah, I gotta get some merch, I think. Anyways, yeah, we closed out our, our segment, our show with the Savannah Bananas. I, I, feel, I, like I, I feel like we gotta talk about him every week. All right, we well, that's like two months, so we'll be back next week, right? Right? Uh, yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, well, stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet, Connor Corner, and we will be back next week.